The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. It's just gone 19 minutes past five. If you just joined us, welcome to the Afternoon Overdrive here on the 101.9 High FM channel. I'm Michael McKenna. Joining us now on the line from Israel, Rolene Marks. Rolene, good afternoon. Always a pleasure to have you on board. Good afternoon. Shalom from Jerusalem. Indeed, Rolene. Uh, interesting and inspiring stuff uh, happening there at the moment. Uh, besides Yahid Lapid and his usual antics, we'll get to that a little later on. Let's start with Israel and Azerbaijan cooperating on climate change. Well, what we see in the last couple of months are bilateral relations between Israel and Azerbaijan, which is also a Muslim majority country, really growing and flourishing. Just last month, the Azerbaijani ambassador and our foreign minister and and the Azerbaijani foreign minister opened their first official embassy in the state of Israel. And and, uh, a lot was made about the areas of cooperation that the the two countries want to engage in. Now, one of the areas is climate change. And, you know, it doesn't matter where you sit uh, with regards to the issues of climate change. I know there are a variety of opinions out there. But right. Israel very much wants to be uh, an industry leader in a variety of aspects, whether it's in food security or dealing with third water challenges, which we do so well. Uh, I know just last week there's a, a new company that generates electricity using uh, the waves from the ocean and the sea generate that kind of energy, something that you know could really benefit other countries. And, and one of the areas that they expressly want to cooperate both countries is in the area of climate change. So a lot of areas that the two states want to move forward together, obviously tourism is a, is a, is a great factor. And what's very interesting is I'm hearing more and more and more of Israelis going to Azerbaijan for business, uh, to, to speak to counterparts. So for people like you and I who are very, very pro the Abraham Accords and growing those circles of cooperation, mm-hmm. even though Azerbaijan is not necessarily a part of the um, Abraham Accords, but the relations between the two countries are going from strength to strength. We had the Azerbaijani ambassador tweeting out from Yom HaShoah, showing his solidarity uh, also expressing condemnation for recent terror attacks. And this is hugely, hugely significant if you consider that this is a Muslim-majority country right. and shares a border with Iran, which poses a major threat. Well, Rolene, just to uh, continue with what you've just said, I mean, one major avenue that they really, well, Israel has really expanded into with Azerbaijan, I can remember looking at, into this uh, when I was once producing the podcast for the, um, the Jewish community in the diaspora, it uh, was, um, was education. I think that's where it all began, where okay. Israel was sharing, a, a, well, rather contributing to Azerbaijani um, school curriculums. Well, we do, and, and now we've uh, learned about how much cooperation we're doing in the United Arab Emirates. Today, Israeli hospital officials are in Ukraine meeting with the mayor of Kiev to discuss cooperation there. And I was actually um, just staying on the subject, but a little off the subject. I was actually at the Shalva project earlier today in Jerusalem. Now, many of you might be familiar with the Shalva band. They, they were the huge hit of Eurovision in 2019, uh, made up of different uh, members who all experienced mm-hmm. various um, disabilities or special needs. I was there today and learned something absolutely extraordinary. 
that Israel, uh, and, and specifically an NGO called Access Israel, uh, put together a, a project called the Purple Vest, taking into consideration that when you evacuate a, a city or, or a country that is at war, like Ukraine, where many able-bodied people are, are uh, able to get on a plane, get on a, a bus, get on a train and evacuate, what do you do for those who have mobility issues? Right. And Israel came up with a project where uh, they would have volunteers wearing purple vests, purple be the color that is associated with uh, disability awareness, uh, and would be able to mobilize very, very quickly and help those who, who were ability challenged get to where they needed to be. Uh, and this is where we see Israel with maybe smaller countries than we're used to hearing about Azerbaijan. We're going to speak a bit about Turkmenistan. Uh, all these countries, this is where we have significant contributions to make. And what we are seeing happening in Africa is African countries recognizing the significant contribution that we have to make. Well, let's continue with Israeli recognition and hope that it continues, uh, Rolino, both in Africa, well, also in the Muslim world and beyond, with Israel now opening an embassy in Turkmenistan. Yes, the foreign minister departed yesterday. He is scheduled to open up our embassy in Turkmenistan, also very close to Iran, a very um, oil and gas-rich country, and also Muslim-majority country. So uh, he's going to be opening the um, embassy in the capital, Ashgabat. It's yeah. uh, very interesting to start learning all uh, capitals of the world. Indeed. Uh, but uh, a huge, huge significant development for the state of Israel. Right. So now let's uh, look at, as I mentioned, this controversial figure, a political figure, Yahir Lapid, always making the headlines for one reason or another to boycott Independence Day torch ceremony and the idea of reservists appeal for no protests on Memorial Day. Tell us a bit more about those two aspects. Well, of course, we've seen a significant increase in the amount of protests, and there were protesters outside uh, the World Zionist Organization's conference earlier mm-hmm. this morning. Right. Um, but the reservists who have been engaged in protests have appealed to activists not to protest on Yom HaZikaron, that's the Israeli Memorial Day. It should be all about the victims of terror and the fallen soldiers. This is a sentiment that Benny Gantz has said, he said, please, everybody, no matter what side you are on, let's rise above this and put politics aside for these extremely important days and make it about unity and make it about honouring those that we are here to honour. And this is probably why you are seeing him soaring in the opinion polls. Now, on the other hand, we've had your own opinion, head of the opposition, um, say that he will be boycotting the iconic torch lighting ceremony and this is not the thing, uh, well worth Israelis. You know, the torch lighting ceremony is extremely uh, significant. It's very emotional. It's very important and inspiring. And we have, uh, one of the, uh, torch lighters this year is a real icon. It's Abidor, uh, uh, Kahalani. He's a hero of the Yom Kippur War. He will be lighting the beacon. Uh, very, very special. And, um, Israelis are feeling that you know, you, uh, this is not the time and place to be calling for, for boycotts of this. What would His be, young, that, Rolene, sorry to come in there. What, what would be Yahya's Lapid exact uh, reason for that? 
he says that, you know, with all the divisions, you know, don't have what he calls these false uh, kind of ceremonies to pretend that everything's all right. Right. And he, he's missing the point. And the point is not about, uh, you know, pretending everything's all right. The point is celebrating this country's 75th year of independence and honoring those who have achieved and have the honor of right. lighting torches and, and, and bringing about unity. When Abidur Kahalani was uh, announced as torch lighter by Benny Gantz, the former defense minister, and the current defense minister, your Afghanan, who are on two completely different uh, political parties, both said this is such a great moment for the state of Israel, and that's what it should be about, not about uh, uh, political Division. Indeed, Rolene. Let's, let's just go back to the World Zionist Congress. Now, you mentioned there were protests happening outside uh, the venue uh, earlier on, but the Congress itself, how is that proceeding? How do things look there? Very quickly. Just got a few minutes left. Well, it's so far, I mean, we're all getting ready to eat, of course, as, uh, you know, Jews are prone to do. <laughs> uh, uh, Who isn't? But, <laughs> exactly. Uh, we're going to head off a little bit late, later for uh, an event that will be uh, alongside the President of Israel, Isaac Herzog. Uh, and even though we have a lot of very different factions with a lot of very different opinions and viewpoints here, Tonight is about uh, unity uh, and respect for each other uh, and about being with our president, Isaac Herzog. Indeed, Roland, we're going to have to leave it there. Roland, thanks so much for your daily update uh, from Mondays to Thursdays. Yeah, speaking of which, today's Thursday. The next time we're going to chat is Monday. So take care and have a blessed uh, weekend. Shabbat shalom to you for tomorrow. Roland Marks uh, joining us uh, from Israel, our Israeli correspondent, telling us about the latest, what's happening in the world of uh, the Holy Land.